Welcome back, everybody, to a special episode of Get Your Nerd On. It is me, as always, Rob G. With me is P90. Yo. And return of a special guest who we've had on the podcast before, Mo. Hey, guys. Very enthusiastic, Mo. (laughs) So this is a special episode. What we're going to be doing is just talking about Avengers Endgame. So if you have not seen the movie... Do not listen to this podcast whatsoever. It's strictly just going to be talking about specific scenes, spoilers. So, um, and just like the Russo's brothers said, if you have not seen it by May 6th, uh, that is when the official Don't Spoil Endgame uh, ban is going to be lifted. So you're just messing yourself over for that. But uh, let's get into it. Lamb, you want to start us off? Yep. <clears throat> First of all, I want to ask everyone, um, what was your personal rating of this movie? I think last time I said I was going to give it a 9, um, but now I'm kind of debating I like between an 8, 8.5, because we saw it the second time, and, and I still liked the movie the second time, but it was, in certain points, it was a little boring for me. I don't know how you... Because we saw it together the second yeah, time yeah. as well. Did you kind of catch that feeling too? No, I did. Um, as I'll explain later, I actually thought that it was a great movie. But as far as as a whole, Infinity War kind of beat it a little bit. Because Infinity War, as I'll explain later, it had me more indulged in it. Like I enjoyed it more throughout waiting processes. Like every little thing, there was always something. This one was like a really slow build up, not slow, a good build up, but it wasn't an action build up. I, so, I get what you're saying. All right, yeah, all right, I'll go with an official score of like eight point seven. Yeah, so my score is an eight. Eight, Mo. I'm gonna go nine out of ten. Okay. Nine out of ten. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. I kind of disagree with with Lamb a little bit. Um, so the way they're supposed to start it is from the second movie. So obviously the beginning's gonna be like a little slower because oh, they have to build up yeah uh, they do that, have to explain stuff to that whole thing but even in the first um part of it they had the slower parts where they're like tony and um dr strange on one side of the universe and then you know you got the earth side and they had to like pivot between them and then bring it all together so they had to do like those slower transitioning processes but I mean, I only saw it once, but it kept my attention, like, the whole movie. Definitely the first time it, it caught your attention, because, like, obviously the good guys are going to win. It's just how they're going to win. So, like, uh, we were talking about that after the movie, or I think during the movie, that it's like, we knew they were going to win, just and but we couldn't figure out how they were going to win, and that's what really kept us on edge. But to get, I, I understand what you're saying about Infinity Wars, that you like that movie kind of better because... And I think I've explained this to you before, or we agreed on this, that, like, Infinity War was a Thanos movie. It was an Avengers movie. It was about Thanos, and and he was the main character in that movie. So that's why it was definitely more um, kind of epic, or uh, why you might like it better, because it, it left you on the edge of your seat, because you knew shit was going to go down. After all these years of Thanos being teased, now that we officially have it, have him... And we knew, like, he was going to fuck shit up. That's exactly what he did. And then on the other hand, this kept us on the edge of our seat in a 
different way because everyone knew someone was gonna die some way. Yeah, like yeah. it was just bound to happen. Um, I don't think we expected some of the deaths, like Black Widow. And I, I wouldn't if 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 I had to bet like ten grand on who's gonna die, I. She was like bottom of the list. Yeah, I would have lost. I would have thought. Anyway. I, I would have guessed Hulk before Black Widow. Well, they did say that uh, Hawkeye was supposed to die, but during the writing of that script, they were just like, yeah, we're not going to do that. That's. I, you, you know what? We'll, we'll go back to that, the yeah. whole uh, Black Widow death. Oh, for sure. Because um, there's actually a lot I want to talk about that, mm-hmm. but um, carry on with what's next on the agenda. Um, yeah, but until we get to there, I just had a couple of news things that have been released so far, which was one, they explained why the um, movie doesn't have end credits for anyone who was wondering, is because it's the end of a saga, and supposedly the Russo brothers are not returning for another Marvel movie um, so far, maybe they'll change their mind, but they're done with it, they don't know what's going to happen next, so they have no way of putting something at the end saying here's what's happening next so i mean i'm totally fine with that i yeah, like the little tribute like the end of that avengers yeah, saga like, that's which i also will touch on that later because i looked into it uh, a little more mm-hmm. about the um the end credit there actually technically there was an end credit just no one realized it was that banging yeah it's tony making an iron man suit yeah which there, there's a whole like theme to that so i'll get back to that later um, and another thing was the bros admitted that there is a longer battle scene that is most likely going to be on the DVD director's cut version, and it just didn't happen to fit in the um, the full movie, which is totally fine with me. As long as I can see a really, really long battle scene at my own place of home, then I'm totally fine with that, because that battle scene was dope. So just imagine it being a little bit longer. Uh, just to point out, on a complete side note, um, to everyone that's listening, we're currently watching the first Avengers movie on the side, muted, um, and there was a scene with um, Hawkeye and Black Widow, and they're flying the the jet, which just put two and two together that when they were flying to um, uh, the 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 Soul Stone, Magra, Morgrag, whatever that planet's called, Morag, yeah. They were flying together. Like, it just kind of put two together that they're always together, kind of like missions. And the fact that they worked together in the past, like from Budapest, because they also made they made that joke in this movie that like, oh, just like Budapest. Right. And then in that in Endgame, they were like, we're far away from uh, Budapest. huh? (laughs) Um, Actually touching this freaking movie, I also realized they were like two windows off when they went back in time and um, Endgame because I peeped that uh, Iron Man broke a window, right? And if you remember, he flew in through a window. Oh, just okay. Just a little, like, tiny nitpick. Yeah. It was, like, two windows off. They made that window mad far away on purpose so he could easily sneak in there. But mm-hmm. the window's actually closer if you rewatch mm-hmm. this movie. All right, and now full discussion mode. Likes, dislikes, every little bit we're about to get into this shit. So I'm just going to put this out there. We're just going to be jumping around this movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're just going to keep bringing up points and we're just going to get sidetracked so much. But um, whatever comes to mind, <laughs> I, I think um, for me, the first thing I want to bring up is in the beginning of the film. What are the odds Captain Marvel finds Iron Man? Like just on her way to I Earth. Think I, get, I think I get that part. I think what it was was at the end of the last movie. 
they did find her beeper, and then at the end of her movie, I believe they showed her showing up, right? Right. I think they mentioned the situation to her because she already knew about the whole Thanos thing a little bit when she came back with the plane down. So they talked about it to her, and she was like, if I find anything while I'm flying around the cosmos, like, doing my shit, I would definitely bring them back to you. And I honestly think that's what happened. Because this movie takes place at the end of her post-credit scene. Right. So she knows about them in there, and they've been in there for a while. So, like, it kind of makes sense, if you think about it like that. No, it does make sense. Uh Uh-huh, so she came to Earth, and then they were like, yo... Something, something, and then okay, she was flying around and then found them. Yeah, it's not that like makes sense. she just found them. Right, because when. Well. I don't think it makes sense. It doesn't. Because even when even when she landed, weren't they like, who are you? No, they didn't no. even question who she was. Okay. They knew who she was. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, okay, so they paged her. Well, uh, what's his name? Um, Nick Fury paged her. She came down. They were like, yo, homeboy's gone, lost somewhere. And she was like, cool, I'm going to go search it and found him, brought him home. And then that's when they got filled in with the whole thing. I was like, okay, yeah, all she right. Yeah, got the full details. I'll, I'll, I'll let that so be the, the unofficial official. It has uh, to be official because, bro, on another note, the um, they were shooting the same the movies around the same exact time, too. So it's like if they forgot about that little well, they detail. Well, they definitely filmed that her post-credit scene. At the same time as that movie, yeah. and then they they I'm pretty sure they filmed her movie after filming all the Endgame stuff. I'm pretty sure that's what they said, but, something around those lines. Cause yeah. I article but to it. go with what Rob said though, what is the the coincidence, the sheer coincidence that she would find him as Tony Stark is about to die? Yeah, He's literally that's, going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although well, to be honest, how would how, how would how would you he said it. if if he Soon. if he fell asleep though mm-hmm. and didn't have like like hope then yeah no he would have been fucking out because I think that was the last food that they had because he went to go share and she was like nah you need it more than yeah. me and then he was and that's why he recorded that message because he knew he was gonna die. But he's also. I think he's also been recording messages. Yeah, but yeah. that one. That one was like the final one. He I said mean, that they're think, gonna run out of air in the morning, so he's like. Yeah. Still, think about it. Even he he knew day. he knew like going to sleep. He wasn't gonna wake up. Yeah. But side side question slash note: How would you have felt if he did pass away in the beginning of the movie? I would have been okay with it. No. That his death that way. I would have been yeah. hella pissed just off. Just first three minutes, him just fucking going to sleep, not waking up. Because then it would have set the scene for someone else to die at Thanos's hand, or something along the lines of that. Mm-hmm. Captain America would have had to die. No, yes. I, it, the movie. I, yeah, yeah, I get you, but the movie yes. would have not panned out the same. I, it would have been a real. I would have been mad t- if that's how he that's how he died, especially after um, the fight he put against Thanos in Infinity War and then he just dies of just like fucking natural causes. Also on top of that, who else is going to make a new Infinity Gauntlet? There's literally no one in that squad. Even Bruce Banner isn't smart enough to have done that if that were the case. No one knows how to use Tony's technology like Tony. No one knows how to build like Tony. Like Except Shuri. She's... Half of them are new. Yeah, but there, she's bro. also gone at this point. She yeah, was turned to until dust. until the snap. She was one of the people turned to yeah, dust. Yeah, but then she comes back. Right. 
after he, they fig- Tony figured out time traveling and all that. Yeah. So te- technically, technically, if Tony she died, would be able to, but she wasn't around for that. But then so. again, it's a comic. It's Marvel. Yeah. They would have found well, somebody. Yeah. They they would have they would have found some bullshit. Exactly. But. And that's the thing. If they found bullshit, it's exactly what would have been. It would have been such bullshit. Everyone yeah. would have called it out. Yeah. So would you have rather him die? There or how he died? Oh, absolutely how, how, he, died. how he died. Absolutely how like he died. Boss, so you right. wouldn't have had someone else die at the end of the movie. You would have left the Tony. I would have been okay if someone else died, just but Tony has to die the I, way he died. I, yeah, like, the way he died cannot be. If changed. if Thanos like killed Thor mid fight, whatever, cool, I get it. But Iron Man, that movie, hell no. Iron Man had to end, or uh, Endgame had to end with with Iron Man with a gauntlet and that snap. Nah, I think it had to... Captain America had to die. I'm still... He Well, technically, he should have died in Civil War, shouldn't he? Yeah, he should have died in Civil War, and then some bullshit would have brought him back in the future. Oh, okay. But he well, should have died at Thanos' hand. Mm-hmm. Although, can I just say, I loved... Um, well, I think overall, for a Marvel movie, I think this has been the best Marvel movie acting-wise. I can agree with that. Everyone, it's very emotional, very and powerful. and I and I think like everyone really because like kind of just rewatching like the this movie um, that's playing in the background, the uh, first Avengers movie, like the besides Robert Downey Jr. because Robert Downey Jr. always had like his Iron Man esque thing and like, but um, everyone's else's acting kind of seemed a little fake, and like they were trying too hard, uh, where in this movie like everyone's acting was genuine. Oh yeah, yo, you could see the like it was just perfect. The way that it just built up and everyone just learned every time they did the role, they just got better and better and better. The uh, acting made me even like Captain America and Thor. But like uh even yeah, like cool. Scott Lang, uh the actor Paul Rudd. Yeah. Before like when I watched I didn't really watch Ant Man, um, but like in the older stuff, even like Civil War, every time I saw him, I just thought of him as Paul Rudd. That's Exactly. Yeah. And and in this movie, I was like, that's not Paul Rudd. That's Scott Lang. Like he was genuinely acting. Like his his acting um, credits definitely went up during this film. But um, to go back to, I loved Iron Man when um, when they were talking to him and they were like, so Tony, what do you know about Thanos? Like you fought him, and he goes, Oh, who who told Tell you I that. fought him? <laughs> I didn't fight him. He threw a fucking planet at my face. <laughs> and I I liked how that. Especially right after that comment, how Cap was trying to be like optimistic, and Tony was just throwing him down. He's like, "No, like, dude, I fucking told you this was gonna happen. And you told me we were gonna fight together, we we're gonna lose together, and that's exactly what didn't happen." So it was yeah, great we were to fucking separate like was, on different planets, it, losing. It was great to see the how that tension went from civil war to them fighting, and. Like, well, Age of Ultron of how he wanted to surround the world with a, the shield of armor and yeah. then them fighting uh, a civil war and then, like, how that tension was still unresolved. I just wanted to point out Easter eggs as we go along for people. You said the shield. That shield would have also ultimately led to Civil War Two, which I'm happy they didn't actually make. Um, or it would have led to... Uh, Secret Empire, where Captain America is secretly a Hydra agent, which is also mad funny because of that elevator scene. I like the nod to the yo. Everyone thought you and I even, um, 
everyone in the theater thought like they they were, that it was, they were gonna do that scene with him fighting everyone Bro. in the elevator again. I was just, and then hyped. He just comes I was out like, fucking oh, high Heldra. But then when he said Hell Hydra, I was like, never mind, that's fucking dope too. Because <laughs> like oh, as a comic hilarious. book reader, yeah, because like as a comic book reader, it's mad funny because we know that Captain America was apparently a sleeper Hydra agent, and he never knew and shit like that. So it was like mad dope just seeing that happen in there. I was just like, oh man. They like this could, this could go so many different ways in the future, until the ending. <laughs> then they was like, nah, he's an old man. Although there's there's still a chance if they really wanted to, when he ever decided he wanted to come back, because of the whole time crap the in multiverse. this movie, they could bring Steve Rogers back at any moment that they wanted to, as long as they write it in properly, which is pretty dope. That's what I like about the fact that they did this time travel thing, cause. The time traveling is so kind of compli- uh, complicated in this film. Because oh, it it's, it's not standard time traveling. Nope. Um, uh, it's not uh, like the Flash who just runs back. And... Well, not even that. And, and every time um, time traveling kind of story, you it's if you, go, if you go to the past, then you, haven't, then you mess up the future. But... So, all right, I'll, I'll touch into... Actually, no, we'll go back to that later because that's going to take up some time. Uh, I kind of want to go somewhat in order of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, how does Iron Man figure out time traveling in within like five hours? Um, because here's my two... Here's one theory and then here's possibly the truth. Uh, one, I believe that Iron Man has secretly been thinking about this idea for a while... But he just didn't want to do it because he was too scared to lose his family. Because Iron Man is the type of person to do something like that and be like, man, we are the Avengers. We lost. After getting out of my slump, I want to think of something to possibly bring back my who people who were my friends. But oh, We're, we're going to take a pause on this because I just realized this and I'm going to forget it. What are the odds that this entire movie was saved by a rat? And on top of that, what really annoyed me was that when Scott Lang came out of the quantum world, um, his car was in a storage lot. But then when he's walking around, cars, uh, like when they did that overshot of um, City Field and uh, the, or um, some just generally speaking, like B-roll footage of like, like the you apocalyptic know, yeah, looking. boats were untouched, cars were untouched, San Diego, there was cars on the street, wreck, trash everywhere. Mm-hmm. So that means in the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp, they're like on a bridge with a van, mm-hmm. Ant-Man goes in and then Wasp and then the old, uh, the professor and his wife, they turn to dust so then that van is just on the bridge. Who moves the van? And then if if they move the van, the doors were open. So whoever moved that van didn't kind of like look in the back with all the equipment also still out on the bridge and like call somebody. And then the authorities like no one investigated this technology of any sorts to indicate. And then like, you know, when uh, Scarlett Johansson or Black Widow was searching for a sign of everything. Like, no flags were alerted during this process. Like, <laughs> I see, I didn't see that movie, but from the description, yeah, you're right. That's a little funny. You didn't no. see Ant Man and Wasp? Mm mm. Um, I didn't either. I just, I just saw the post credit scene. 
That's probably what the fuck I should have did. That's, that's exactly what I did. It's not bad. I now, I want to watch like, the movie now because he was so good in this one. I'm a Paul Rudd fan, so. I and I actually it. like Wasp. One, she's hot. And two, she's she, badass. She's, she's pretty she's, cool. Talk about a great um, female character. She's actually really good. I, I've seen scenes of uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and she's Her a great character. Are fantastic. Maybe yeah. I'll skip Ant-Man and just go to Ant-Man and the Wasp. No, yeah, I want to watch the Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket's kind of cool sometimes. Um, but speaking about um, the women in just kind of Marvel Universe, I like how kind of um, Black Widow matured over mm-hmm. these films. Like, she was always that like kind of feisty... Um, assassin the assassin character but in this movie she definitely had way more emotion and i think scarlett johansson's acting was actually again genuine in this before like again like in all the re- uh, p- previous films it's the acting seemed so fake and this one like it just seemed kind of genuine um so i was i i wasn't a big fan of scarlett johansson in the previous movies um, but in this movie, I really liked her. But then again, and the final fight scene, when um, Spider Man had the um, the gauntlet, and um, Captain America comes, uh, Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel comes down, and he's like, "Hey, uh, how's it going?" I thought that was like. And then all the all the female characters just came out, and like that's because when they when they mentioned that they're gonna have like a fem all female Avengers film. I, like, dude, I'm all good. I'm all, like, you know, with, like, women's rights and, and power, women empowerment and stuff like that. But, like, when when studios just start throwing stuff, like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to do an all-female movie and, you know, let's give this woman or, or a female superhero, um, let's throw them into the mix. It's just like, oh, like, just, just make sure it makes sense. Like, why are you going to mm-hmm. have... An all female Avengers film when you like you have Gamora, um, uh, the the chick that uh, Michonne from The Walking Dead who's Black um, Black Panther's like assistant, and then you have the um, uh, let's say Black Widow and then Captain Marvel, right? Mm-hmm. In what storyline can you do that makes sense that all of them come together that it has to be an all female Avengers? You know, I wouldn't even want them to do it for the simple fact that there are so many other things that these girls already have in comic books that they could just give us the story. Like, yeah, I rather I rather them do one shot spinoffs than than trying to create like what they're doing the whole Black Widow movie. Yeah, what who knows what that's gonna be about now? But supposedly um, it's supposed to be like a before thing, but. It can be an after if we But you know what's right. going to happen, though, is what's going to be annoying is that if the Black Widow movie does really well, they're going to want to do a sequel. And if it's a prequel... They're going to have to they, bring her back. they gotta they got to squeeze in another timeline before... And so, but... I don't know. But anyway, back to this rat. <laughs> I don't this, think they the, can bring her back anyway, because when Hulk snapped, he, he wished her back and... That that's the whole thing because she's technically and then they were talking about the soul she was, swap or whatever that's they, the thing because the snaps got rid and brought back people that were affected by the snap yes but she didn't die from the snap they died she, from the soul. and Gamora technically only came back because it was the past was, one yeah. who went mm-hmm. to the future when that's, they how, that's how she can the come back present, no well, when they re-snap the Gamora who went into the no, soul no but he's saying, he's saying that's how Black that Widow can come back they can go back in time pull past Black Widow and put her into the future. That's where it gets confused. Because here's the thing. All right. 
I'm, here's the easiest way to explain it. Um, one, two, three, four. I'm gonna use four just in case I need it. One, you're alive. Two, uh, we sacrifice you for the soul stone. Three, I snap people back to life. So yeah, I only need three, right? We sacrificed you to use that soul stone to snap people back to life. I can't get you back though because it's soul for a soul, right? But, it, but if I skip, if I go backwards and I skip two and go to one to where we were still cool before I dropped you in the soul pit, you're still alive. And if you travel to the three, then so lost. it's a completely different timeline that I just bought you to. But it's, it's it no wasn't longer, a soul for a soul because it, Scarlet it, gave her soul. Wouldn't that bring Gamora back? No, it doesn't work like that. Because then, Gamora, technically that happened before... Thanos even did that. Yes, that's another thing. Because they went they went, they went straight to so technic and, and this is the complicated part as well. So like alright, so to touch on uh, a part when at the end of the movie when Captain Mar uh, Captain America there's too many captains, goddammit. When Captain America goes back into time to return the soul stone or the stones mm -hmm. back to the original point of which they were taken at also doesn't make sense because the soul stone like we were just talking about how do you return the soul stone because that means he has to go to wherever that place was mm -hmm. and he has to see the red skull mm -hmm. and technically would the red skull still be there if the stone was already taken because wasn't he like the guardian of the stone he's confined to the spot to always show people where they need to go and the stone can actually be returned it is what, like a puzzle piece what if the stone's not there he's not there no no no. he's always so he's there. always he's there. confined there got it until somehow someone kills him he's confined there so then that actually would have been a really interesting scene to watch that is captain have. america go drop the stone off and find out that it's the red skull Although he would not be a threat to Captain America. Right, but, but it's it still would Captain nice would have still felt some type of way to be like, huh. <laughs> I think what, he what would have, but I think he would have actually had a conversation because at the end of the movie you could see Steve is just going through like in his eyes you can even see like he just has this different vibe about him. Yeah. So like I can imagine him going there and talking and not even wanting to fight, just be like, Huh? I'm a little surprised, but the whole Why time travel thing is just well. I'm super I'm, so, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna things. nitpick with this whole stone thing because but, like the second stone, uh, rocket stole from Jane, right? Yeah. Well, let and me answer your question real quick about the soul. The soul stone is literally like a puzzle piece. If we go back there with that soul stone, I can either give it back to him or place it back there. It literally just fits right back in. Okay, but then you return the soul stone and. Whoever you sacrifice, no, just they're, dead. They're, they're gone. So they're just gone for eternity. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So going back to Jane then. Rock, and it's not even a stone. That's uh, kind of some plasma or something right that, right? That they um, uh, ejected out of yeah, Jane, right? It was in a mushy form. So now does Captain go back and just kind of stab her with a shot? Or how do you put that back in? It's one or the other. Either that or he brings it back like to the time... Um, well, no, he has to bring it back to the exact moment when it was taken. It was taken That's true. And so Rocket so, stole it. So he he has to like sneak up on her in Asgard as yes. she's sleeping and like inject it. Or does he be like, hey, um, I know you don't know who I am, but uh, I got something that he needs to go back in you. 
he probably did it that way, but I'm pretty sure if he's going at the exact same time, he did it when Rocket took it, except for better than Rocket. And while she was asleep, it re-injected it back in her. Right, That's got, the only logic. I got thing. two more stone things for you. I got answers you. for you. Bet. So, the Power Stone. Mm-hmm. It's the purple one. Yes. That's the one that Nebula mm-hmm. reached into that thing and got her essentially her arm burnt up and took it out. How do you put it back in? Um, You throw it. Maybe, but... My, well, then you'd overshoot it. You had to go like beer pong that like lob exactly. or full. drop it over or inside. Cause you can't it, drop it over because it was it was um, like cylinders top oh, and bottom, was, okay, and then gotcha. the lasers were coming down in between it. So you have to pluck it in because it you itself. Pl- but, all right, but then what? It, but it's then it's not going to go back out. Yes, it will. No, it's not. It's like an atmosphere. If you can throw it in, you can't throw it out. No, it's like an atmosphere. I suppose you have to grab it out. Because if you notice, it was holding it up in the middle, like gravitational pull, kind of like if you're trying to go into Earth, but if you're oh, going too slow, I thought it was laying or something. Out. Nah, it was literally like floating in the middle. So if you can push it in know. there... I don't know how I feel about that one, but... If you can push it in there, you're good. It's not going to flip around and go anywhere. I still feel like you have to put your hand in there. You might have to, but I'm just saying, as long as you can find a way to smush it through the... Side area, note on the um, power... Actually, no, hold on. I'll get back to that. Um... All right, Tesseract, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Technically, at the end, when Captain America has it, it's a stone. Yes, it is. When they stole it from 1970, it was a cube. Yes, yes, it is. How do you return it back to the cube form? Um, unless Captain America knows how the cube was made, you can't. Exactly. So I'm then that, that doesn't that work. Not necessarily, unless... He puts it back in the thing and says, oh, man, I, I, I fucked up and I let it outside the cube. But here's the funny thing about that. Unless they remake a new cube. Well, they, they, can't, they can't make a new Tesseract. No, you can't because Tesseract is the cosmic so then cube we, and the cosmic so then cube. Let's just agree from. that 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 point is no, failed. That, that's what I'm getting at. Since you can't, that technically would have changed the entire timeline again. Okay. All right. I'm glad. I just want to point that out. Gotcha. And I feel like the time stone, that would have been the easiest to... To bring back. Oh, for sure. Because he sure. would have been like, hey, I'm just returning this. And then the uh, the master wizard person would just be like, oh, cool. Thanks, Sorcerer Supreme. My favorite character. I was really happy to see her again, honestly. I but uh, to go back to Nebula and um, that whole arm thing. Again, I, I think this would have been another point in the movie that could have been avoided. Like, if, if when they all got back at the same time. Actually, hold on. Let me touch on that real quick then. When Rhodey and Nebula were together, Rhodey was like, all right, let's go back. And then he pressed his little button, boom, went into the quantum world to, to head back to present time. And then she stayed behind. But then all of them also reappeared in present time all at the same time, even though they took different amounts of time in their own separate quantum little divisions that's how just, do they reappear all at the same time in my opinion that's just the movie that's just the movie up. trying to skipping the or, sciencey part yeah that or it's one of those movies where everything's gonna make sense except for uh <laughs> because science <laughs> except for um nebula because she was held hostage okay but everyone else it's one of those movies where it's showing us um 
freaking everything's happening at different times. Right. But in reality, it's one time. But uh, yeah, so obviously everything's going on at the same time. But then they all they all don't go back to present time at the same exact time. But they appear on present time all at the same time. That's so that's that kind of that my, part didn't make sense. But I can understand why. I mean, listen, I, I feel like they could have, everyone could have popped up at certain times and then waited for everyone. But uh, the point I wanted to get to was, I feel like when they all got back, obviously they were probably distracted with the fact that Clint was like, oh, um, Black Widow died. Yeah, but exactly I feel like Rhodey, before they started experimenting with the Infinity Stone, should have got Rhodey should have gone up to Nebula and be like, oh, hey. Mm-hmm. How's your hand? Like, mm-hmm. I know you're a robot, but still. Mm-hmm. And that, like... I, Bro, the second time we went to go watch that movie, I'm just sitting here. I'm just like, I, why dude, hasn't I, anyone... I realized that the first time. I did but too, but I didn't like, also put too much How does to she it. know how to work the time-traveling machine? Nebula's brain. She took out the, the part that she throws when she sees Thanos, and he's like, daughter, good job. Or whatever, at right. the first time. That piece... His entire oh, memory. but doesn't she also plug into the machine first? Yeah. Uh, okay. She's also she plugged into the machine, so then she. she that was my it. thing. Is that when she started switching knobs and flipping switches, and I was just like, "How the fuck does a bitch know what to do?" Huh? That's two things. She Nebula actually seen it, so since she has that memory, she knows. And on top of that, she's technically a robot now, so makes sense. She can finger it, and it works. Um, I love. By the way, I, you guys probably have something to say, but I love how we're just going off my list first. That's <laughs> but fine. You're answering questions, so it's okay. Um. Uh. So a, a, qu- a good question. What happens with Loki? He um, died. Well, no, because in the past he took the tesseract and then disappeared, it's and then they went Loki. back to nineteen seventies to steal the other tesseract. All right. So this is where the whole time traveling thing doesn't make sense. The, oh, you have to. The time traveling makes absolutely. I, I, it no doesn't sense. make any it, sense. It, it can't. Thanos came to the future from the past, which means everything he did in that. That time frame is done anyway, so he never really took the gauntlet. Well, no, skipping then... to the future is one thing. It's yeah. when you go to the past and then go back to the future, that's where things get messed up. Because if you started from the past and you went to the future, then it's okay. No, because mm-hmm. then Thanos Thanos went from the future before he even took the stones. So then he never took the stones, never snapped, never did anything. And he just goes to the future where that future is broken. So it has to be the multiverse. No, it's, uh, no, it's not a multiverse because it's all right. So let, let, let me touch on this. So their whole time traveling thing is what Tony, what Tony figures out is a, called a, a, a Morbius strip, and essentially what a Morbius strip is, it's one face uh, uh, timeline folded and twisted into one. Mm-hmm. So like if you took a, a strip of paper, and you took both ends and you twisted it, and then you you put the ends together and you taped it together. And then you took like a, a Sharpie and you put it on, let's say, um, one side and you just held the, the Sharpie down and you kept pulling the um, paper until you did a 360. If you untape that paper, you have both sides have a straight Sharpie line because um, it's just like an infinity symbol, so to speak. That's also why um, they it worked out. They probably had to plan this way before. That um, the Mobius strip, it looks like an infinity symbol. And that's why this saga is called the Infinity Saga. And to go back to what we were trying to talk about earlier, what I said I'll mention later. The stones are called the Infinity Stones? Well, not even that. But um, how at the end of Endgame, the banging is to represent Iron Man making his suit. So, 
the Infinity Saga starts with Iron Man mm-hmm. and finishes off with Iron Man starting his suit again. Even though Iron Man building his suit isn't uh, the first scene of the movie, so it's not a direct transition into the first movie, but it's the idea that it started with Iron Man, Iron Man died, and then it also begins with Iron Man all over again. So it's just a constant loop of this 22-movie saga. So, saying with that, um, that's where this whole confusion of the time traveling is really complicated because the with the Mobius strip is um, it, that you can only travel one way, and it's your current timeline. Um, so that's what the... What's that? Uh, the the Doctor Time Master Grandmaster Funk, what is she called? Sorcerer Supreme. Sure. The bald lady. Yeah. Is yeah that Sorcerer Supreme. Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. God, they couldn't pick a harder name for me to say. <laughs> um, that's what she was trying to explain. That there's one reality time, and then you're creating different alternative. Yeah, which is what I was gonna say to Mo's point about uh, Thanos leaving his time. If Thanos leaves his time and decides to stay in our time, the time that he came from becomes one of those black lines and it no longer affects... I mean, there's still a time where he still went and stayed on his path, right? But it still opens up a second path where he didn't wait and grab all the stones. Now he's in this alternate universe or alternate timeline where he transitions into the future and now they have this let's say five years without thanos and then for some fucking reason they're just lucky without thanos now we have two thanoses one that we kill and now we have a thanos from the past but it still doesn't make sense it's not supposed to make sense because if you want me to be they were saying the way that it works is because they went back and they stole all the stones they made a bunch of those black lines yes but if they had that that strip right, mm-hmm. and then Thanos went to the future well, oh, and made one of those no, black strips. I get How it, could I get he it. ever no, no, I get replace it. I get that? It. I get it. I get it. I get it. So what essentially what she was saying is that every timeline essentially has a Mobius strip. So you and I, no matter what we do, and this is what Hulk was trying to explain, is that if you go to the past, the past is in your past, the past is your future, and the future is your present, or some bullshit like that, right? Mm-hmm. So what she was trying to say is that the alternate timeline that you're creating isn't changing the timeline you are in. It's no. a complete separate timeline yeah. like Earth's. So if you think about it, they're living on Earth 1, and if they change something, it creates an Earth 2. Yes. It doesn't affect Earth 1. So they can jump however they want. Whatever happened, happened. They can't change the, f- they can't change the present based off changing the past so they created a multiverse they can only take stuff from the past to change the kind of essentially but what they did is considering how they put back the stones in the original place like hulk was saying it it negates and doesn't create anything else yes that's technically that's actually it the only thing is thanos is going to stay dead though because he jumps to the well he stays dead regardless because present Thanos died, and then past Thanos yeah, that's what I'm died. So like, Plus no he died what, with the snap. So. This confu- no matter how confusing this is, Thanos is dead dead. Because he stayed in the main timeline and got killed there. So even when they put the stones back, it doesn't bring him back. It doesn't do any of that crap. Because he stayed in the same path as the Avengers, 
who are on this Earth One, and now he's dead. That so sucks for him. Did you guys like how when Thanos jumped to the future, he brought his entire goddamn army? I have answers again. I no, I I know the answer. Oh, okay. I like I have the confirmed answer from the Russo brothers. I want to hear your your uh, storyline first. It's about pin particles. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. I, I just know. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but what, what were you gonna say though? No, I was just gonna say it's uh, pin particles were mass produced or some crap like that, and he it was nothing hard to get to like well, the information. For if you remember, Nebula there. Nebula took uh, the one from the old Nebula and gave it to. Yeah, I've seen that too. To, to Thanos. But like, so technically, Thanos only had enough for one thing, which is sh- shrinking his ship, which he did. But then, essentially, a lot more ships came through with the entire goddamn planet, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. It, it was, was the nuts. entire planet. But yeah, so essentially, you were right though. Um, the Russo brothers came out and they confirmed they were um, having an interview with some Chinese. Um, or I would say Asian um, uh, interview magazine, something. And they were saying that um, essentially what they did is they re-engineered the pin particles mm-hmm. and they kind of mass uh, created... Mass produced them. They mass produced it. And that's how they got everyone to jump ahead into the future. That's why he was the only one there because they were technically, if you want to think about it like that, they were in the middle of working on yeah, that. Yeah, at, at first he got sent and then everyone else was sent forward. Mm-hmm. Um but then I also, to, to kind of touch on that with the whole army thing, that's, oh God, there's so many points I want to keep bringing up. I want you guys to talk, but I just keep thinking of things. It's, like, I hate how Captain America, when he fought himself from the past, mm-hmm. didn't you train m- more? So shouldn't future you be better than past you because you're more think, technically skilled? I think his issue was he was trying not to accidentally fuck up the timeline, like, I think some people didn't understand the whole thing, so they were still trying to go with the, damn, I don't want to fucking talk to myself. Anything to ruin this plan of ours. That's the but thing. then he drops the beans that uh, Bucky's still alive. <laughs> All right. Which, um, I mean, I get it worked. Yeah. One, it was a last resort. Two, that's actually a good thing to note because, I mean, well, since they ended up returning everything, it doesn't create anything, but it would have been a nice little addition to fucking up the timeline later it's on. also it's also the same thing with tony with uh thanos when because when they were on that planet in infinity wars tony was messing him up he even got him to bleed a little like mm-hmm. he was he was throwing down but then at the same time when it's thor captain america and iron man like he barely did any damage so it's like you know what worked before just replicate that except just do it harder Thanos was uh, true, but also and, and Thanos also was Thanos rocking did... armor. He wasn't rocking armor in the first one. He had the gauntlet. He had three of the stones. Yeah, like... So I... that makes it even harder than armor. Well, that's here's the thing. Although Thanos is supposed to be mad smart, he wasn't using them as a defense. He was using all the stones as an offense. That's, that's my argument towards this whole he thing. He was still using it as defense, too, but I still... I mean, yeah. not in a defensive way of shielding his body. More of a defensive way of like, oh, you shot a beam at me. Let me turn it to water. That's defensive. Well, I, that's why I said it's defensive, but not defensive in the sense of I'm going to make a shield for myself so you guys can't injure me. Because he had the prop, the proper stones to do that. Well, by the way, I hope you've been thinking about things to say because I'm going to put you on the spot later. <laughs> Mo just being mad quiet in the corner. 
I'm listening. I'm I'm very interested about like what you guys have to say, but I also have like my own theories in the whole time traveling shit, thing. Throw, just throw like, your nah, so too, so man. just save it because mind boggling. Yeah, I guess this is my segment. Next will be Lamb and then Mo. Um, <laughs> all right. So one thing I want to touch on again. Oh, one of the more many things I have. Um, Strap in for ten hours, guys. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a part one of a seven-part series. <laughs> 22-part. Um, I love how all the students, like Spider-Man, they came back, right? And all the studi- students, yes, all the students, um, they went back to high school the next day. All right. Dude, yeah. if I'm gone for five years, like... That I- was the worst part of the movie to me. The only thing I could come up with is... They halted everything because everyone was snapped in half. And I, I was like, oh, no, I get it. They were just trying to get everyone to kind of go back to the normal world. And but whatnot. the way they showed the no, world, it was it. like apocalyptic. And they're like, the school's fine, though. Like, oh, everybody yeah, yeah, go yeah, back to yeah. school. No, everyone came back. They cleaned the streets like fuck. You guys got the that. same books and shit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> teachers, teachers. Oh, my book disappeared. Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't here yesterday. I was snapped in the dust, graduated. but I'm good. That's the worst part. That's the, Yeah, that's the thing. Like, so... Half of the students, because we can't assume everyone disappeared in that school. So that means half the students are in like their second year of college because they graduated. And then had the other half just came back and they're still back into their junior year of high school. So well, we didn't even know the condition of the world. They only showed like Steve Rogers in like in what looked like an AA meeting for survivors. Yeah, and, like, right. Just... Ant Man walking down the street and a kid on a bicycle, a mute kid, and like but they also didn't really go in depth. But that street looked abandoned. Like, oh yeah, everything looked everything abandoned. Everything was dirty, the trash. Like so, those kids probably didn't even go to school. They're also, hiding in caves too, like Metro. Just because half the world disappears doesn't mean that like you could still take out the trash. Like technically, more jobs are being created. Life doesn't end. Yeah, exactly, for right? All like, of them. I get it's upsetting and everything that like everyone like lost loved ones, but five all right, I get you got two years to mourn. After two years, you guys gotta function back, you know, where um to to, to society and, and and why is the why does the world still look that dirty, you know? Like it just it doesn't make sense. Five years, man, and they didn't do anything. Oh, Thanos is ugly, by the way. I just want to point that out. When they first showed Thanos, he looked horrible. His his chin looks like a scrotum. <laughs> like all you're, you're not wrong, of though. Movies. Of course, that's definitely true. Another thing I want to talk about is Black Widow's death. <laughs> I don't even like Black Widow. I Rest just like Scarlett peace, baby. To be honest, at first I wanted Clint to die. Like I said, that was originally the plan. But I like I, I don't know like I I don't know how I feel about that because like technically Clint dying definitely would have been more of a dramatic what the fuck no moment. Because, I think that's the reason why they well, didn't do it. If they because he at, has at, a like, whole family at, that he stopped for for a bit and all that other shit. So if I they think killed that's him, what happened. They didn't want to kill two family men. Because they're going to kill Iron Man and his family was introduced and then they were going to kill... Makes sense. Like, the article that I read, I can't remember where I read this, but it was like, when they were going over killing him, they are like, damn, that's sad. Like, that's sad. Let's not kill him. That scene where he was playing with his family in the field and then all of a sudden they're all gone and he's like, 
that was like a really powerful scene to like kind of start the movie to off. Start with. the I was movie. Like, oh wow! Yeah, it kind yeah. of made you think that they weren't affected, and then you're like, wait, no. I know it's about to happen. I knew exactly where that was going when I saw it. I was like, this dude, either his all of his kids are gone or everyone's gone. First time Something's... I was in the movie and I seen it and I noticed what was going on, I was like, yes, oh my God, it's going to happen. Then and then it come happened back. and they were like, no, 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 yeah, no. exactly. Because <laughs> I didn't really want it to happen. It was just like, I know it's going to happen. But when I see it happen, it's like, what the fuck, bro? I thought they were going to do more of a large scale, like everybody's disappearing thing. Like they were going to pan over the world in different scenes and everyone's just like, I, going away. Maybe I thought that's they thought they about that, started. but then I think it the way they did it was just way more emotional. It, it cut to the point. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, and yeah. it showed us the people we care about, not more of the destruction. Because yeah. they also like, did that at the end of the last movie when Nick Fury like planes were crashing, yeah. and so they they already did that. This kind of got to the point about how like yeah. so it makes sense. All right, so I have a theory. Uh, I found, I'd love to take credit for this theory, but it is not mine, unfortunately. Dun, dun, dun. But, in the final battle scene, when Captain America's fighting th- um, Thanos, and Captain Favorite America's scene. shield is made out of vibranium, correct? C. Which is, as we know, the, the strongest material in... The Marvel Universe. The Marvel Universe. Currently, yes. Correct. Thanos, his weapon... When he was beating the shit out of Captain America, was breaking his shield. Yes, and it pissed me off. What if the the Thanos's weapon was made of um uh what's what's Wolverine's claws? Adamantium. Adamantium. And then they take um Thanos's weapon after he passes away. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns to dust, and they break down. The weapon, and then that starts the Weapon X project, and that's what goes into Wolverine. That'd be great. I don't. They can even move the theory around and say that it was Shield who started the Weapon X project. Actually, I think it was a branch of Shield, but still, they could just say it was Shield who started the Weapon X. I'll, I'll be fine with that as long as we get Wolverine in it, because there's many things that they can bring into this thing based off of this. Like, there's so many things they can use to branch off and bring mutants in. I'm totally down with that. Uh, that's a dope theory, and I'm again, uh, yeah, like you're saying, like I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah, like it, f- at this point, there's times as a comic person where you're like, okay, making up a story is good as long as it works. And this is a story that they can make up as long as it turns into something good. In the, in the comic book world, um, do they say how they made Animantium? Um, like where it, where it came I'm, from? I'm or pretty sure they found it or some shit like that. But it was during the Weapon X program. That they had antimanium. I'm not going to say too much because I'm not 100% sure how it worked out. But I do remember it was during the Weapon X program. So it's not like they created they put it. it. In the, no, I believe they okay, found so it. Okay, so then they can use... Because all the stuff is otherworldly So they metals. can use that storyline of taking that weapon, like melting it down. Yeah. And then putting it in a Wolverine. In one of the movies, in one of the X-Men movies, I, it might have been Logan, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Didn't they have like a squad that went to like af- somewhere in Africa and found the antimanium? I'm... Because they, yeah. they were looking for it, and they that's found when he had, it. Oh, that was in the shitty movie, but you are right. Yeah, we'll, it was we'll um, origin. It was like that's Africa when he had his bones as the blades. Exactly. And then, well, he even in the comics didn't he used to have yes, bones? Yes, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it was during the mission he had bones. Yeah, they were yeah. looking for something. They found it there, it and they the, used that during the Weapon yeah, X. It was so like yeah, the adamantium, and then they end up injecting him and all that fun stuff. 
Because, yeah, no, I'm 100% sure no one ever really created any of these. They were always found on other planets or somewhere that no one knew where they were. Or fucking Wakanda was sitting on shit. Because <laughs> we all know Wakanda has all the goods. Alright, so that's more or less all my rants uh, that I can think about right now until something else pops into my head. Good, you can shut so the fuck I up. Will s- what? I said good, you could shut the fuck up. <laughs> so <laughs> I will switch it to Mo right now. Um, what's what's your thoughts and opinions, likes, dislikes? I mean, uh, overall, I really liked the movie. Um, likes, dislikes. I hated the Hulk. I thought he was a good humor piece to the movie, but absolutely no Hulk action. I'm a huge Hulk fan. Yeah, no, that was really like I understand, um, Science Hulk and every Professor Hulk. Like, yeah, that was a cool little tad, but like, come yeah, on, yeah, you're right. Bro. Now that I'm thinking about, it, like, there was no fighting scenes with them. No, Ant Man took him out of the building where he was stuck, and then he jumped out like rawr, and then never did anything again. Yeah. literally, that was his last scene in the movie until. Yeah, shit. I, didn't, I, didn't I mean, the that. whole movie. The only the only fighting thing we had was. The Obviously, the flashback Hulk, when he was jumping on the car, and then there was the staircase scene, which was absolutely hysterical. Was top and 10 when moment. he wasn't Hulk and he was still in the buster and held down Thanos, that was it. And even then, there was no fighting in that beginning. Hmm. Yeah, you were, that was kind of a waste of a Hulk, so to speak. That was the most disappointing. I think they understand that, too, and I think they're like, damn. I mean, I'm pretty like, sure like you they're said, like, damn. I enjoyed Professor Hulk, but... <laughs> Yeah, it was a great nod and everything, it's, especially towards the fact that Professor Hulk is a thing. But it's, like, it's two things. It's Professor and Hulk. Be a professor, but also Hulk out. Like, Please. Although I we did needed like, you. I, I did like the joke where when they were back in time and they watched old Hulk like destroy shit and he was kind of like hiding he's his like, face, like embarrassed. And he just walks over. Yeah, and then he's the like, uh, maybe smash a few things on the way. And he's like, I think it's a little gratuitous, but all right, whatever. Oh, <laughs> smash. Dunk, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, again, I, he was a huge, like, humor puff piece, but he had no Hulk qualities, which was, like, I don't know. I'm a huge Hulk fan, so I'm like, do something, do something, do something. The whole especially after Ragnarok, like, too. Like, especially, like, that was the most Hulk-esque thing we've had. And then Infinity Wars, like, in the beginning, like, he went, he went Hulk, but then Thanos yeah. whooped his ass. And then, like, I get why Hulk didn't come out, whether... Uh, there's, um, the Russo's brothers were, I think, I think the Russo brothers said, or I was reading an article and they were saying that the Hulk was beaten up so badly that he, he was afraid of Thanos and didn't want to come back out. That's why he said no when, uh, at the end of Infinity War, when, I mean, I Bruce, got that part when Bruce Banner was like, come on, I need your buddy. And, and he tried to transform. He's like, no, but then there's also another theory that, um, when, uh, Idris Elba's character, the Watcher guy, mm-hmm. sent Hulk Hemdale. to Earth. He used the uh, frostbite um, beam thingamabobber. Mm-hmm. The These bifrost? Are all t- the brif- bifrost uh, beam. Yeah. And um, it burned him so bad that the Hulk was so injured that that's why he couldn't switch to Hulk because Hulk was technically still injured. So he couldn't transition to him. And that's why he just stayed regular Bruce Banner. But anyway, yeah, from to transition to Thor Ragnarok's Hulk to getting very little Hulk and then getting to a full Hulk, but none of the Hulk-esque with it. Like, it's kind of upsetting. It was rough. It was rough, yeah. That was, like, my biggest disappointment in the movie. But then again, he was still funny. 
and you know, still a part of the movie, but no big Hulk was whatever. Um, uh, what? I do want to say though on that Hulk thing, that was dumb about him getting beat up. Like I hate the fact that these movie theater, uh, these movie directors who do in, comic Infinity book movies, War? yeah, that they're dumbing things down a bit because although Thanos has punished Hulk a bit before. Hulk can technically beat the fuck out of Thanos on a one-on-one. Like, before he got the stones, when he was sitting in that hovercraft, all Hulk had to do was keep getting pissed off, and he can actually overpower Thanos. Well, I think it was... Nah. Well... I'm not saying Thanos had to lose. I just think that there was I think that's when Hulk is just pure Hulk. But by the time we're in Infinity War... Hulk is slowly his his mind is slowly starting to merge with Bruce Banner, so he has a little more personality behind it. So when he comes from being and Thor Ragnarok, right, being this VIP, you know, celebrity and winning everything to this cocky, you know, fighter, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden getting his ass whooped by Thanos with like pure martial art, like God fucking. Yeah, but, Power. Saw, but him against Thanos, he didn't even get angry. Yeah, usually. Well, that's that, 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 like, but that's what I'm saying. He didn't get angry because he was. I, I think he was on this pedestal of I'm the best. No one can beat me. Yeah. And then he just got his ass whooped, and then it was like a shock. Like holy hell, what just happened? And then you know the whole What's thing. So baby, you have any other points, Mo, that you want to add on? I mean, I wanted to talk about Iron Man's death. I thought that was... Let's talk about it. I thought that was all right. It was a very emotional scene. Um, I thought it was necessary. Obviously, Iron Man had to die, of course. No he Captain America. Die. He did have to die. He didn't have to die. He had to die. He had to. No. Neither him or Captain America had to die, and they mm. went with the latter. Neither one of them had to... Honestly, if... Okay, he I had prefer, to die. I prefer Iron Man dying over Captain America, but I like how they ended Captain America because... I don't like. I'm it I'm okay with what I realistically what I really wanted was I would accept Captain America dying and then Iron Man retiring. Like um, from the Iron Man suit, and then him just finding another Iron Man to replace him, like Shiri or. Sadly, that would have been BS because Iron Man would never retire, which is why I kind of don't like the the whole. So that's why he didn't die. Thing. I I get that. I'm saying he didn't need to die. But the only reason he did is because of the contract shit. Although well, somebody had to die to anyway because they had to make a big statement. I, I, on top of the contract, I think I think he also well, a I think the studio wanted to end it that whole Avenger team saga, um, and they wanted to re- refresh something new. Um, but then on top of the studio's plans, I think Robert Downey Jr. also, as much as he loved being that character, he has verbally um, said that. He kind of dislikes doing the movies, um, with like the costumes and the outfits and like. And I get all that. All that. I'm just speaking as far he, as he like. He loves. He loves. All right, let me put it. He loves being Tony Stark. He hates being Iron Man. That's fair. And my point of he didn't have to die would have saved him from being Iron Man, because if he wanted to keep doing movies, they didn't. I mean, need either to- way, he doesn't have to be Iron Man. Yeah, but you're saying that Iron Man will never stop being Iron Man, so you can't have Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark in future films and not be Iron Man. But, but how not, many times has Tony Stark finish. tried to not be Iron Man? Never. Not really. Honestly. But he no, has. Not, in Iron Man 3, he wanted to stop, and then yeah. he had to go back That's into it. That's because that was 
fucking bullshit movie. And then Plus, even, I don't like Iron Man. 3. Even with Ultron, he just wanted to have Ultron's like mm. cyborgs all over the place instead of him doing the work. Yeah, yeah, that was the was thing of creating bot like he was Iron just trying Man to, to do it. I think what the been, idea of Ultron was and always was was a being who could protect Earth in ways that the other Avengers couldn't do when they couldn't. So it's more like they were the biggest backup for the more overall idea. Iron Man and the Avengers would still be a thing. It's just I thought it was less work on them. Ultron was like the f- first defense, and then if yeah, that was it would have been yeah, I it would have been Ultron was. was the world savior thing. Yeah, but like Ultron could have been around the world. That's the thing. Ultron could help out in any situation, whether it's China, whether it's fucking India, anything like that. But aside from that, what I'm getting at is, if Robert Downey Jr. still wanted to act. He could have been beaten so badly that he almost died, but it was more like... I think it was just a good time for him to hang up the cape. I get it. I'm just saying, personally, I didn't want him well, going. wrong, so. so... Shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> they could have did what the comics did, and he could have been in the concussion that he never fucking wakes up from, so they end up uploading his AI, kind of like a Jarvis type thing. That's I mean, actually what I was about to say. I would have loved for him... Uh, you know how we recorded the message at the end yeah. that he secretly uploaded himself as uh, Jarvis. That's that's what I was trying to get here, but you guys keep telling me he needs to die. No, y'all. Well, you need to hurry the fuck up and get well, to your point. No, well, that's because you keep die. fucking interrupting me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I feel like he had to die though. Just... I, I get yeah, you. no, uh, I'm not upset uh, about him dying. I think they did it amazingly. I'm not upset. F- I just would love to but see again, more of him. That's it goes all I'm back saying. to the whole Morbius strip and the Infinity Point. I, mean, I feel like more people. The first movie ends with. I am Iron Man. The last movie essentially realistically ends with I am Iron Man. Because you got to admit, the moment he dies, he snaps. And then that scene um, with them saying like goodbye to him before the funeral, right, on the battlefield, that's where the real movie ends. The funeral is kind of like a, uh, not a, a, an epilogue, right? A prologue, epilogue. 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 That's just kind of like a little featurette at the end and just to kind of close up the, the or tie the loose ends. But really, I think that the movie really ends with him saying, I am Iron Man. With the snap, you can rest, cut to black. Like, that's how that goes. And then again, starts with Iron Man, the f- Iron Man 1. So you're telling me you would be mad if they made him an AI? No, if they made him an AR, that that's fine because that's like a future movie. That's so also saying, kind of a new thing. But I just think it would have been cool. Also, I'm totally fine with the way they ended it. Would, I just think personally that it would have been dope if they did that because he's just such a great fucking actor. He's been doing so good. So don't give anyone else the Iron Man suit. Would have it rather so somebody else dope. die, and then him be an AI. No, I think him getting beaten so bad into a fucking coma would have been good enough and close to death, and then nah, we find out if, if he was in a coma, I would have been mad. Now nah, they think, had to kill. Well, that's more what happened. People. That's what really I think happened. A, I think more people should have died, but uh, I'm okay with... If you with, kill more people, there's there's almost no more fucking... Okay, but here, here's but what I hate could. about these kind of movies. It's it's 100 v 100. So you, more people did die, but you know who died? The Time Wizard students, yeah. the Wakanda soldiers that no one knows about, all... The people that Ant-Man accidentally stepped on on his own squad. Exactly. So... Um, people who were getting the missiles from the ship. Yeah. But I think more main characters should have 
been killed or more seriously injured or you know something, something. like that. Who do you, who else should have died? That then? was my biggest thing. You got this huge battle, huge huge battle. Everyone's fighting to kill each other. Blah blah blah. Blackwood already died beforehand. Tony Stark dies at the end for snapping, but absolutely nobody died in the battle. In in the you comics, know who died? everyone dies. Um, at when, one point, when Rocket Raccoon was like, "I lost my family," Drax, Groot, um, Gamora, the woman with the antennas. <laughs> when you know, when oh, she girl. pulled up with everyone else, I was like, "The I, fuck is you gonna do?" I thought Put she people was gonna sleep, say, like, sleep. like, and everyone's just gonna pass out or. I, she should have died because she can't fight. She should have died. I um, mean, any of them at that point could have died because somebody like Captain America got beat to shit. Yeah. You think any of those people are going to hold a torch to Thanos? Right. No, absolutely but, not. I, I, well, uh, it depends who you're talking about because here's another thing. Yes, they're human, but they are all beyond superhuman except for Captain America. He's just superhuman. There's so, like three people who could go toe He was going toe-to-toe with Captain America, Iron Man, Thor... At the same time, beating them all, and then you, if you're telling me if, like, say the Guardians of the Galaxy attacked him, they would get demolished, and somebody would die. But then again, Thanos wasn't... Alright. I understand the kids-friendly J- aspect to the, to the uh, comics and the that, Marvel, but like, I was gonna say, people uh, should be getting their neck snapped, ripped in half, thrown across the world, something of that sort. Like, the dude's a titan, and he's been... He already wiped out half the Earth. He can do more than that. But here's the... Th- what? Does anyone else wish that when um, t- Iron Man had, was about to snap and he, and he said, I am a god. I, I, I fucking wish that he would have been like, I am a god. And then he snapped. That would have yeah, been boom, so badass. He dies. I was okay with I am Iron Man, but the snap, like if, if he said that. Man. Or if he repeated... Uh, Thanos' line of "I am an uh, inev- inev- inevitable." Gee, I can't say the word, but if he if he repeated that line, that actually would have been pretty cool too. I mean, another thing is he could have used his snap sparingly. He could have been like, "Thanos is dead in his army." Well, no, it's it's the problem else. is of using that amount of power, no matter what. Oh yeah, he's gonna get destroyed. So it's if you use him individually, it's okay. But when you use them all together, like it, yeah, you, you saw what happened, Hulk did the same thing. Hulk oh, Thanos. It doesn't matter. I wonder how so. long his arm's gonna take to heal. Probably not long. He's got gamma radiation. Yeah, so that. special healing. Um, well, yeah, but Dude eats bullets even and in shit, the fucking like, um, in the funeral, his arm was pretty badly hurt. I mean, it got the, fu- the funeral scene happened. It got blown like, up by the next day. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it got He's blown up by the Infinity Stone or the Infinity Gauntlet. So I'd assume it take a little time to heal. Um, other cosmic. Than fucking captain marvel and other people being there short at first i was mad but then i started to think about it i was like all right i get it they just want to focus on the avengers which is also what they end up confirming later they want to focus on the main team and also filming is why captain marvel wasn't in there too much so i wasn't too mad about that i was fucking pissed off at first but then i was like eh all right i get it not too bad i mean did any of you feel like you needed more captain marvel in that no i was upset that she wasn't in it, but I'm also happy she wasn't because of the fact that she's so, like, kind of overpowered. Like, in the Captain America, uh, Captain Marvel movie, mm-hmm. they made her seem like she is the strongest like person and, like, entity Thanos in the down. world. So I was really happy that she was in the beginning. She was like, word, I'm going to help out. She did. And then she was like, cool, I'm going to bounce. And then she was policing and then the universe. Five, five years later, she was like, hey, there's some other shit going on. Like, mm. I'm going to be gone for a while. 
Once she said, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to be back for a long time, I was like, cool, I'll see you in the last 10 minutes of the movie. Like, I already knew that. Because, like, um, I mean, all right, to help you out here, yeah, she is kind of that powerful. Technically, if you were to make a tier of 10, she'd probably be within the uh, top three, excluding number one. So, like, three or two, three or four, okay. as far as powerful. So, yeah, technically, she could beat the shit out of Thanos. But the huge question is, Thanos comes to the future, right? They don't think to like contact this woman at all, or like press her button again, or any. Well, of that she was so far shit. away, so it's by the time like that's another she gets thing. back. Yeah, but at the they they did her thing, and she was like right there. Like they pressed her button, and she mm-hmm. was there. It didn't work that way technically. Um, there's a time gap in there that they don't explain because if even you, a huge time gap by the time the, the, the battle you have to think is not really like we saw it. It wasn't like. 15 minutes of a battle. No, I no, think no. it was much longer than right. that. Right, it was much longer of a battle, but the thing was... So, like, if they pressed it beforehand, or, or somebody ran off at the beginning of the battle and they pressed the thing... Right, but you gotta remember that they did the snap, everyone came back to life, and then a minute later, that's when Thanos was r- raining hell on them, and then the building collapsed... So what, you think they're going to, in the midst of all that, they're going to look for her little beeper? So you think that because they snapped and brought everyone back to life, she saw that on whatever universe she was on, and she was yeah. like, oh shit, they did it. So she yeah. came back She must have. She must have right been time. like, something's happening. I'm pretty Coincidence. Sure that yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he was only supposed to wipe out uh, life on Earth, or this no, side of the it was, world, it was like that. It was life. It was fifty percent of life of just everywhere. Fucking stupid. I actually I want to point out the way this the movie made Thanos is so dumb. Only for the simple fact that Thanos was just like, yeah, I want to demonstrate my power because I heard that these the Infinity Stones and I'm gonna wipe out hell life for no reason. Well, no, that was that was his philosophy from the beginning. That's what he was doing. Like in Gamora's planet. I know. He did that without the Infinity Stones. His his agenda was always to. Yeah, he said his planet got wiped out because there was famine or whatever yeah so then so, that was his goal to was, go planet to planet yeah. to help them if there was but technically the population, his they plan lived. also that's a very selfish it's, it's a plot flan wow geez. Flawed plan. Flawed. it's a flawed plan because Flawed. um <laughs> when half of the living creatures or half of the living beings uh, I don't know the exact term of what he uses but it's essentially Anything living half on Earth, ha- half of life was erased. Yeah. So now trees are living, butterflies are living. So they're erased. Well, ha- half of it is. So now that also starts a whole. Um, it's technically equal. Uh, an extinction thing. That too. Because now there's less things to eat, and then like the whole you know bumblebees are dying. Once the bumblebees die, then then it's like a domino effect of like extinction and if you think about it again it's technically the same number on a bigger planet per se because think about it um uh let's so he was doing that because famine resources blah 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 right but if you cut down half of the people but leave all of everything else that they used to eat and shit like that it makes sense but no, you cut down half of the people, and you also cut down the half of the things that you claim they were overusing. Therefore, everything's still the same. It's just left humans to deal with, who are still overusing. Pretty shit. much. So that was dumb in the first place. Yeah, not, but, yeah. Then you bring that up, like it does make a good point that like you're essentially taking the problem, just dividing it by two. You still have, a it's, it's not a solution. It's a yeah, it's it's 
if you have a hundred problems and you erase half the people, you don't you haven't solved any fifty percent of the hundred problems. You just got rid of the fifty problems and you're still left with fifty problems. Yeah, that are yeah, going you have to no solutions. Later. So yeah. But um the reason I say that is I just I honestly I just love the comic version better. He was just trying to fucking impress Lady Death and shit. And I just thought that was so much better. Is fucking Thanos over here? Like, I'm gonna get the gauntlet. I'm gonna wipe out half a life. Death is gonna love me. Like, it's a legit reason. A guy is pussy whipped and he wants to kill everybody because he wants that death pussy. And then she's just like, Nah, nigga, you're more powerful than me. Now I don't like you. Like, but no. I saw famine on my world. I saw people dying because of not enough food. So I just started killing everyone else's world so they wouldn't have to suffer like me. Ha ha ha. That doesn't make any sense. Other than that, though, I loved all the Easter eggs in the game. I mean, in the movie. Like, at the beginning, there was the Scarecrow Thanos, kind of. He put his armor and hung it up. and Yeah, I thought that was cool. It was a nod towards the original, in my opinion. The, the comic, right? Yeah, because after he snapped and then he went away, or after he got beat by Adam Warlock, I'm sorry, um, a while later, Adam Warlock visited Thanos. And in the first panel... No. He was just talking to him because he learned that Thanos stopped trying to conquer world and stuff like that. So he um, visited him and he's seen, um, I mean, the first panel is just Thanos scarecrow thing, like the the armor. So I just thought that was a little cool nod there. I liked all the little references that they threw in there. Uh, I do really wish Adam Warlock was there, but I can understand why they didn't. He would have been mad OP. That storyline would have been a lot different if Adam Warlock it would have been was there. Also, been more to explain and whatnot. Yeah, although they had a time to explain him, they mentioned him in Guardians of the Galaxy one, and then they never did anything else with him. I mean, here he's supposed to be some type of villain or some type of pinnacle person in Guardians three. So Adam Warlock. Yeah. Oh, that would be great because I really want to see him. He's he's a good guy, but if technically, but if they he's make him strong. in there, yeah, the oh, the yeah. dude is fucking ridiculous. Um, another thing is Steve Rogers in the meeting, um, and the whole entire movie was, I love how more accurate and accurate they get with this dude. Like all he was doing, like during that meeting, he was just trying to stay Captain America. Like, oh, how, how is his, um, motivation stay the same across? Yeah. Always the motivation. Like that was the one thing with him. There was only one time when Cap, one or two times when Captain America felt truly defeated to the point where he was like. There's nothing we can do in comics. So it's like seeing that was freaking beautiful because the dude almost never gives up no matter how bad things look. You see, the second he found a glimpse of possible hope when uh, Ant-Man came, he was just like, yes. In his eyes, you could just see it like, yes, we might be able to bring everyone back. And uh, shout out to the, um, I don't know which Russo brother it was, but the Russo brother that uh, was the first openly gay character in a Marvel film. Yeah, that was interesting. It was nice and I like the way they put it in there. Yeah, I like I like how it was, anything, set, it was Yeah, it was just subtle set. and it just natural, which I like. Um and then oh, also the internet didn't like it. They were like, "Oh, it's not enough." Like, I don't understand. Well, they why. they were saying that so the, said, that the character wasn't named. Mm-hmm. Like that that character didn't have a, a a name. And I was just like, "Well, at least your character has a voice." Yeah, facts. It's not like they were like, "Hey, that gay guy over there." Which no. One was like, it? So, uh in the meeting when um so the actual director one of the brothers um the guy that was actually the only other guy that was talking in the meeting he was like oh i was so i was on a date 
And then he cried when we got the salad. And then Cap was like, when did you cry? And he's like, oh, somewhere on dessert. Oh. But then Cap was like, well, it's good. At least you took, like, a step forward and you're, like, moving forward. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, did you catch how the other guy that spoke um, during that meeting, the, the bald dude with the glasses, mm-hmm. he was the creator of Thanos in the comics? I didn't peep that. Yeah, I, so I, I would I just sit in there too. like, is that the Roos dude? And then I was like, yeah, it was ah, Russo yeah, and the like... other guy I found out after he was the the creator of um, uh, Thanos in the comics. Seeing um before I get back to Easter egg stuff, I wanted to say this Nebula thing bothered the hell out of me. I don't understand how Nebula, I do and I don't how Nebula can how she went back right past nebula could see everything about future nebula they're on the same network i think they were hooked up to the same interface yeah they were but the issue is only one nebula could see the other nebula was perfectly fine i think that's dumb because if they're if you're gonna tell me they're both hooked up to the same network she should be able to see randomly like this one did she did no she didn't until the last minute until she was uh decommit like hurt because when she was trying to do the thing right that's when she noticed that thanos knew but nebula, right. other nebula. But because, right, the other nebula, she got, um, she saw first, and then again, but then the the all right. So past nebula saw it first, but then present nebula also was able to see it. She saw into the past technically. Well, she saw into present time, as. Uh, old nebula was talking to Thanos. Yeah, but that was after they tried to leave. That's my thing. It wasn't any time when it was convenient. That only well, happened when it was. It's too a movie, late. and it, of course, it's I the plot. It. So, but like you like to nitpick. This is me nitpicking. I all right. Genuinely I'll give, I'll give speaking, if this was a real world, why that. the fuck wasn't she able to feed in on the fucking thing, or why didn't it happen to randomly hit her? Like that part just didn't make any sense. If we're gonna go a hundred percent into nitpicking the movie. But other than that, I do like it because it added the freaking, um, it added the aspect of, shit, someone knows we're here type of thing. Maybe she wasn't scanning the interface like the old Nebula was. The old Nebula wasn't either, though, because it happened randomly. She was just talking in a conversation. But how do we know boom. that? What if she was just like, no, she was talking to just, ha- no, just, she was talking and it happened, but then Thanos brought her to his ship and then they dissected her head. Yeah, and that they, was forced. They literally searched it. Oh, like, yeah, but the first one, he was like, it didn't. find me Infinity Stones. Yeah, search Infinity Stones and let me see all of it. Um, just to cut you off because I remember what I kind of want to say. Uh, are you going to talk about Tony's death at any point? No. Okay, so. I'm done with that. Um, <laughs> Uh, I want to talk about the funeral scene, but then also I want to touch on at what moment got you to cry? Did did you tear up or cry? Did you get emotional at any point, Mo? I got emotional to, like, I felt like it was really emotionally charged, but I didn't cry. Everybody in that theater next to me was crying, though. Bro, it was at our theater uh, when we saw it at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. There was a moment after, so when, when Tony dies... Um, everyone was like, oh, no, ah, God. And then, you know, Gwen, uh, Gwen, um, uh, uh, Pepper was, you know, you could rest that whole spiel. And then during the funeral, when, when Tony was talking, it was dead silent, dead silent. But then all you hear was just, just, just people sniffling. Bro. Um, and yo, him, dead ass. Yeah, Lamb, Lamb was, Lamb was, well, Lamb was holding that back. Bro, like. 
He was he Everyone's was chill laying back. down and he put his chair up and he leaned forward. He he, he was like, I don't want no one to talk to me right now. <laughs> and I'm mad because I did it on both viewings. Like the second one was even worse because I was like, shit, I know it's coming. And like I was hoping no one was like happening to us, like, what's this kid doing? And me ruining it for them. But I just couldn't do it. I had to sit up. I was just like, no, not this again. Not so this the again. line that really got me um was when Tony's recording mm-hmm. was like uh, after everything he says, like obviously it was super emotional, but then um, when he goes, "I love you 3000, I was like, "God damn it, that got me a little bit." Like, you that, know, I love kids, I, but that I, scene did not hit for me at all. No, no. see, like it's, I, I generally speaking don't like kids, but <laughs> the way, like, if they're cool kids, like she was, no, Mor- she was Morgan was adorable. a cool kid. Yeah, she's adorable. Whatnot. For some and, reason, that didn't. And also, me, I see me as a father of how. Uh, Tony was treating Morgan of just like joking around was like go to sleep or I'll sell all your toys like that's something I would do so I was kind of picturing myself and then I kind of put myself into his shoes so to speak right Mm -hmm. so when he said that I was like ah god and I got a little quiver in my eye and then when they sent off his original um, chess arc reactor thingy into the water and it goes like proof that tony stark does have a heart i was like ah god strike two and then when happy was like are you hungry and she goes yeah and he's like what do you want and she said cheeseburgers that's what got me i dude tears tears in my right eye just dripping down they really built on like the the sadness they they were they were beating me with the emotional hammer from the spider-man coming up and he's like oh yeah yeah, see, like, they, they like, reversed oh, it all of a sudden. That, Just goddamn it! That was that me. was for me. That was the hardest part. Other than like obviously seeing Pepper come up, being like, "You could sleep now." Did, but, but did that, you did you understand that reference of her saying you could rest now? Because in the beginning of the movie, when he told her, "Hey, like I figured out time travel, but I don't want to do it because he was afraid to lose what he has right uh, now, which mm-hmm. is Morgan, right?" But then Pepper goes. Well, will you be able to rest? If you don't do it. And then he was like, no, I, I wouldn't be able. If I don't do this, I won't be able to rest that night. But And it's it's really interesting because in Infinity Wars, she was against him doing any more Iron Man shit. That's why I don't But like here, her. she was like, she knew if he doesn't do it, it's going to eat at him internally and essentially ruin him from the inside out. That's why she was. That's why she asked the moral question of, will you be able to rest? And he was like, no. And at the end, when she goes, don't worry, Tony, we'll be okay. You can rest now. That's also what got me. Like, I didn't catch that first. I caught it more in the second time I saw mm-hmm. it, but. There's two things. One, um, fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, right. All right. So for me, the crying started the second I noticed he had the glove on. So you admit you were crying. Yes. Oh, I admit this, I was crying. Dude, this bro. man can't hide it. This man, I, I admit, I wasn't crying. I was tearing. No, bro. This I man was, was just crying. crying. Like, one, I like Iron Man a lot. Even though I say I hate him because I've been reading a lot of the com- the older comics over. Um, in the movies, I fucking love Iron Man. But I am a really big Spider-Man fan. So first off, Iron Man dying, the first thing I thought of was like, damn, Peter, like... I already knew when he had the stones, he was dying. I was like, all right, I see where this is going. So my tears started forming. And then when I saw him like scrambling to the side and then they helped him up, tears started coming again. And the second I seen Spider-Man run up in there, it was just a full on fucking waterfall. And I did like, 
anything else after that point was just addition. I did not stop until that funeral was over. Like, I, I couldn't handle it, bro. But I'm going to buy it on DVD when it comes out. I'm going to watch it. Actually, funny thing is, if I buy this movie on DVD, which I will, I'm skipping everything and I'm probably watching the final battle scene. I did want to say that. Um, that movie was I, good, but I, I yeah. only want to watch the battle scene 90% the of the time The second now. showing, like, I... I might have mentioned this earlier that like I was kind of falling asleep during certain points. Like there's maybe the first time was really good that I was fully invested from start to finish. But knowing what happens the second time, I I was only interested in certain parts. Like um, when Tony first got back to Earth, mm-hmm. that conversation, um, and then them the 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 whole time heist. Mm-hmm. In New York, I liked. Um, I thought Thor's with Rocket. It was like it was funny, but like whatever. I like I specifically like when they were in New York. Um, yeah. Before I get back to my two other thing, I mean my other thing and my Easter eggs, I agree with you. Like that's why I'm saying that Infinity War personally for me was a little bit better. I, I can understand that now, and I can agree with you that it now. was always something actually happening. Mm-hmm. Like whether it was something like New York or whether it was an actual battle, something was happening. But with this movie, that middle, like the time highs, everything was just build up. Because yeah. even the Natasha thing, like, yeah, it was a little action because they were shooting at each other, trying to stop yeah. each other. But technically, that was like it was something more I like it was more like walking, 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 quick sprint, walk, walk, yeah, walk, exactly. quick sprint, walk, 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 quick sprint, and then marathon. And then, yeah, and then that's what it was. All those little sprints and the quick, I mean, all the quick sprints and the walking, I could do without. Like, I would enjoy buying that movie i'm just gonna skip past most of that stuff unless it's a day where i just really want to watch the whole thing again great movie but my favorite scene is the whole fighting thing speaking of the fighting thing i loved 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 the part where um oh that's the part where thor is running when loki's just throwing the thing up in the air it's um, just a little bit before though. For everyone that didn't just understand what he said, uh, now Thor 2 is playing in the background. All right, yeah, we're watching Avengers movie while we talk about Avengers. It's so distracting. But yeah, when Captain America got Mjolnir, that shit was raw. But even before that, before I get in there, when Thor had the axe and the hammer, that was like one of the dopest shits ever because there was another comic reference. I can't remember which comic it was. I want to say it was a little bit after the Ragnarok uh, series of stuff, but he was holding both of them and he was just whipping ass wherever he was, just fucking shit up. And I just thought that was mad dope. I liked so how he used there, the axe as a baseball bat and then the hammer as a ball. I don't know yeah, if you that, caught that one moment where no, he threw did. it in the that air and then he hit it with the, the hammer. But the reason he did is because technically the hammer is stronger. Although in the comics, it technically the movie follows this. It just does it in a different way. But the axe is enchanted and it was enchanted specifically to kill a god or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But in the movie, it's similar to that. It was uh, made to kill Thanos. Which is funny that he didn't do it the other way around since it was made for that. But Mjolnir is stronger. But still, that shit was fucking dope. It's also funny how he took the hammer from past Thor for a second. I was like, damn, what, what's past Thor going to do without a hammer for a couple right. minutes? <laughs> past Thor is just holding his hand out like, wow, it's taking a lot longer than I thought. 
all the while away. It's struggling, and it's like, but Thor's holding me. Why is Thor calling me back? Um, I'd like to be inside the head of that hammer during that moment, just like getting called by two Thors. Just getting ripped through the dimensions. It's like, oh, where do I go? Where do but, I go? Um, uh, a quick nod to like the hammers and the the, the um, stormbreaker. The the stormbreaker was when uh, Captain America was holding the stormbreaker, and Thor had the hammer, and he was like, no, 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 you get the small one. Yeah, that shit was funny. But I like Captain America with the hammer. Like the way he was comboing that shit felt like a fucking video yeah. game, bro. So actually, here's a question for you: that if you have, uh, do you know why, at least in this movie verse, why he was allowed to lift the hammer? Um, as long as it follows the idea of being worthy. Captain but do you know America. why he was worthy now opposed to uh, Age of Ultron? Because he told uh, uh, Tony that about his dad. Yeah. That Bucky killed his dad. Yep. So that was the only thing holding him back of being worthy. Other than that, he's he's worthy of it. Um, Although, uh, I'm assuming... I never paid attention to it, but I'm assuming it budged a little bit during it bud- Age of Yeah, Ultron. it budged. It, it, it like scratched the table. looking ta- at him crazy. It scratched the part. table, and he was like, oh, shit. But then that's why when he, when he picked it up in this movie, Thor mm-hmm. was like, I knew it. Well, yeah, no, I know Thor was uh, did that, and he must have like realized himself that there was something yeah. ahead of time before he even was able to pick it up, and was like, I think one day he's gonna pick this up. Like, All right, so my question to you now is: is when you are worthy of to lift the hammer? Mm-hmm. Do you automatically get all the powers that come with a hammer, like the lightning and all that? Or are you just able to lift the hammer and use it as a hammer? It's kind of funny because... Isn't Thor the god of thunder? Yeah, right. So I, I think he so was that's the, what I'd assumed all the... the strength of the, the hammer and the, and the flying it Here's like. the thing. The magic does come with the hammer. All right. So anyone can be Thor, but no one can be Thor Odin's son. Uh-huh. Okay. Per se. So anyone could anyone worthy of wielding the hammer can be the superhero Thor. Yeah, exactly. But Odin's son Thor is the god of thunder. Always will be can't be taken away. Got it. Got um cuz Jane who isn't in this movie, sadly, I was hoping they would make the reference just in case he quit, but apparently he's not doing due to the little ending scene. Um well, she wasn't like part of it, right? No, actually, fun fact they literally green screen the old scenes that are exactly the same and just put our new actors in there, such well, as Thor and Rocket. Because she didn't reshoot that scene, he said. Well, the scene was just with Rocket, so you could just animate that in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. and when she was walking, or no, I'm sorry, that was Freya. Um, but still, that scene or whatever, it, it was literally just a quick green screen yeah. in, animated in. She didn't come back for any of that crap. Which is mad funny, but anyway, um, she eventually becomes the female Thor in the movies. I mean, in the comics. In the books. comics, like she literally grabs a hammer, gets transferred into the female god of thunder, technically. Um, but she's not Thor Odin's son. Like she doesn't, she can't take his place or anything. She was just worthy enough to the point where it gave her the magic and all that that came with it. But I do, I really did love that scene. Did any of you notice Howard the fucking duck? Oh yeah, I realized that uh, on social media. I didn't catch it when I watched it, but I yeah, he was just right media. in the corner behind someone. And yeah. He was holding a gun. It was pretty funny. I was always waiting for him to just do something with him, even if it was another tiny role, because he's been in two Guardians of the Galaxy ones. One he was hitting on a chick. The other one he was just like, "What's well, up?" Well, at the end of the at first the one and then the second one, he was in the clubs. Yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, 
That's about it. I mean, Mo's lost. Mo's like, I Mo. had no idea he was there. He, yeah, I mean, it's really I didn't even easy know to miss. Him in the Guardians of the if, Galaxy. If you don't know about, oh, in Guardians of the Galaxy, you should know that. But if yeah, uh, I, in the first one, he was the post-credit scene. In the second one, um, it's. I think it's towards the end where they're at some like biker bar city thing and he's they're like they're uh the camera's literally like panning by and he's just sitting center sitting surrounded by chicks and then it, it just like keeps going. It's not like they really wait for him, so um uh anything else that you want to bring up specifically? There's a bunch of Easter eggs, but I'm gonna skip those. You guys can figure out the rest. I mean I love a couple of them, but Obviously, right section. now, there's a bunch of videos on YouTube that you can look up of all the Easter eggs and explanations. Maybe they just look hopefully, voice. Well, yeah, what I was about to say is hopefully we kind of uh, covered some of your thoughts and theories and your questions, and hopefully we answered any of them. But let's, uh, let's start to wrap it up. Let's go with things like what do we expect to come next from uh, Avengers? Um, I really personally do hope that they plan on bringing like Galactus in as their next uh, big bass body because I can see a Galactus storyline going nuts across the universe Um, the dude eats planets it's something they can really bring in like early on in my opinion I think that's too big of a um, of a thing but I don't know we see because we're we're into magic and wizardry and stuff like that so we'll see but I doubt it all he is he's big cosmic being do you think they're gonna introduce like um new new avengers or no um young 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 avenger what, what's the new what's the teenage avenger team called mm, i actually don't know they're called it's young avengers or something like that but it's no, um i don't doubt th- i don't it's it's it. it's it's the Teen Titans of Avengers but what i'm saying i don't think that they'd bring it in you sure yeah because they already have people that Anyone that they have right now is good enough set up for... Right, but I still think that they can do uh, Avengers, like uh, Teen Titans Avengers, because you have Shiri, you have, um, who can be Iron Man, or she can be a new Black Panther. You have Harley that could replace Iron Man. Um, Spider-Man could technically be part of... He could be the leader of the Teen Titans Avengers. If you guys didn't notice, um, the kid from Iron Man 3... Was at the end of the funeral. Oh yeah, so if you if you watch the funeral and they're they're zooming by everyone and there's one kid that just standing by himself and you like I when I first saw the movie I was like who the fuck this kid, but yeah so the the Russo brothers said that everyone who was at the funeral um, had something to do with Tony Stark's life. Yeah, which the only one that uh, really stood out was Harley, which is the kid's name. I mean, they kind of um, made him stand out. He was the only kid who was alone. Yeah, as if no one knew but I'm glad that they used the same actor, too. It wasn't yeah. just like a random kid. Like, that was the actor from Spider-Man 3. It was dope, too. Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. He said Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But, um, and what do you think? What do you think they're doing next? Like, what do you what do you want to see from them next, Mo? Um, to be honest, I'm not sure. They're doing, like, the next Spider-Man movie. They've already said they're doing a... Eternals. A Black Panther... Yeah, we we, we we have we know there's gonna be Black Panther two, Dark uh, Doctor Widow, Strange two, Doctor Strange two, Eternals. Yeah, if Eternals ever comes out, because I'm pretty sure that thing got like pushed back. Eternals. Yeah. No, they just started casting people for that. Okay, so it was I, something that got pushed back. Maybe it was Inhumans before it was on TV. 
I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that don't, shit got pushed back like I twice. I don't mind what they do. I hope they don't do another X Men. Well, they're they gonna will. they're gonna bring X Men, but be it's Fox, gonna be a, a while. If they do an X Men, hopefully it's good. I hope they skip the origin on whatever they add that we've already seen. Maybe a good Fantastic Four. Yeah, they're definitely Fantastic Four. Definitely will be. Here's in the there. thing: that would be I dope. do believe. There no, are two actually, Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom has to be the next villain. Three people. There are three people that I really think, think they'll Doom? do. Kang, or Kong the Emperor, or something like that. I forgot his name. I think it's Kong. Yeah, he's one of the older big Avenger villains. Um, or Galactus or Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom could work because there was a time where he threatened the entire universe to the point where Avengers had to take a point in there and he became God Doom. That was didn't another he time fight where he Thanos did that. himself and Yeah, he ripped him? Thanos fucking So he did, right? Yeah. That's when he turned into God Doom and he was all white instead of green and grey and he was just like Wouldn't they have to go through Galactus first though? They can, to technically. Get to, to get to Doom, yeah, because uh, Doom was a threat him. after Galactus. He's, yeah. Um, but still. These, they could work around that. Could, I hope they don't, because I, I mean, would love to see Galactus, but they, they could. They really work around everything at this point. <laughs> oh, for sure. You, the you know how many things that they've missed that they needed to put in? Like Agreed. But um, but things I do want to see, though, are like X-Men versus Avengers with the new Avengers storyline, because they could kind of mix it up. And I'll be fine with it as long as it comes out good. Like, there's certain things that I don't mind them fucking up Wolverine as long as it's, Hulk. like, good. They could do that, but I don't... Only My only issue is I don't see how that pertain to the long game story. Who it cares? end up being a... It's just going to no, be a scene. You. It's just going to be a scene. That's all it's going to be. It's going to be X-Men versus Avengers. Yeah. And there's going to be a specific scene with Wolverine versus Hulk. That I can see. I'm just saying, like, if it was its own movie because they do have an actual story like that's yeah. the thing i can see it being a scene but i can't see it being a movie i want to see an adaptation of the uh the marvel zombie universe yeah that, that can that's be a great separate movie that. but um where you are gonna get a ghostwriter on hulu saw that ghost Rider um and then some other on. show which is uh something about gods or demon kids i brothers. think i know who you're talking about but i um hell something I, I know what you're talking about yeah though. um so at least we're gonna have that and then i know they're having uh it's an asian superhero character he's gonna get his own movie yeah he's tech he's kind of like iron fist or some shit like that uh he dang something chang i can't remember yeah i'm not gonna guess because it's just gonna sound mad racist so. nah but i actually <laughs> i know of the character i just never read his you shit like luke that chang no <laughs> not to be confused with luke kang from mortal kombat <laughs> Other than that, what, what was everyone's favorite Marvel movie? Top three. Top three favorite. Yep. Um, I would have to say Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, Infinity War and Endgame have to go together. Uh, That's just, fine. Because it's part one, one, part two. So those two. No, but I'll count them as one. Um, to be honest, Iron Man three. I like that one. That's my least favorite. People movie. hated that. Really, I liked it. I liked it because it just it showed the repercussions of, because Iron Man's the only like real human, uh, besides Captain America, I guess. But like, um, nah, Captain America's lost in time technically. Right, but so. Captain America has superpowers, right? So, to a certain extent, like Iron Man's the only real human being. Because in in uh, Avengers, he goes, you know, take away the suit of armor. What are you? And he's like, you know, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. philanthropist. And in Iron Man 3, he's dealing with PTSD and he doesn't have a suit. And it shows that he can still put up a fight without a suit. So 
and I, I as everyone knows and I've I've been very verbal about this I like kind of dark emotional comic book movies that's why I like specifically the warehouse scene in Batman vs Superman mm-hmm. I think that is the perfect Batman um uh paper to screen um true I'm I'm lost for words but like that is the most ideal rep- representation. That is the best representation of Batman on screen, fr- direct from the comic ever. Mm-hmm. Because that's really how we fight. It's fucking gritty and it's badass. So that's why I li- I liked Iron Man three because it, it depth more from a, a personal, emotional, and psychological aspect than all the other movies. Um, and then I would just go with probably Thor Ragnarok because it was just funny and I liked how. They really let Chris Chris Hemsworth be himself, mm-hmm. uh, and really embrace kind of like this Thor character. Numo, are we mm-hmm. talking about in the twenty three yeah. movie saga? Twenty two, but yes, oh, yeah, twenty two. Um, well, actually, we could say twenty three because uh, Spider Man's still in the phase, which means he's still in the saga. I'd say <laughs> probably End Game slash Infinity War, mm-hmm. Civil War. Uh, you know, Civil War was going to be my fourth, if anything. Civil War, and probably... Actually, Amazing Spider-Man counts as their... No. Their saga? No. No, no that's because Amazing Spider-Man was Sony. Probably it... Iron Man 1. I'd probably go with those three. Those are the most prolific to me. Or, I, you know... When it comes to the Iron Man's, it's kind of hard because I loved Iron Man 2, the stuff that happened in it, but I hated the Mandarin. I liked Iron Man 3, but I hated the whole blowing up my suits. I love Pepper to Death thing. Um, Iron Man 1 was great, but it was like the first thing, so it didn't look aesthetically great. Um, I think if anything, surprisingly enough, I would have to go with... Uh, Endgame Avengers, but I'm going to X that out because that, that whole, all those fight scenes just make it my favorite one. But I'm not even going to count those. Excluding those for me, Spider Man Far From Home, or um, Homecoming. Homecoming, because I just love the whole Vulture thing that was going on there. Um, and then Captain America, Civil War, and uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier was non stop action for me like that was so fucking great and that that's my thing i do love a great story but when i go to the movies i go for action and representation as far as comic book movies that thing did a lot for me like captain america was on his shit he was fucking people up bucky was on his shit too when he was out there yeah, they were that was good that that shit yeah, was great was like, i don't agree with the the spider-man but everything else i agree with well i'm a big spider-man fan that's I'm my a big, huge spider-man fan that's my thing but like tom holland is not a good spider-man Actually, really? I think he's a great Spider-Man. Peter Parker's a whole different story. I I see. Okay, ish. I definitely no, do, I think I that, divide I, those two. So I, I, I all right. Respect to Tommy Maguire. He is will always be the OG Spider-Man. You can shit on him all you want, but you have I to will respect shit on him. him. Yes. And he, outside of the first movie, I will shit on him for the second and third. I will second, shit on him for second the third. one, you still have to give respect to. Third one is absolute garbage. The second one is still good, but nothing beats the first one. But. Uh, it's to say that Tobey Maguire, one of the better, Tobey Maguire is the best Peter Parker. Yes. Andrew Garfield is the best Spider-Man, and 
Tom Holland is best of both. Andrew no. Garfield was not a time. bad Spider-Man, but... Um, How could you say that? There is absolutely no intelligent aspect to Tom Holland. There absolutely... He's... Peter Parker is almost borderline genius. Tom Holland gives you none of that. He's an idiot. That's why I don't like him as... He's an idiot. Uh, Peter Parker. I like him as Spider-Man because he's when like he's this as Spider-Man, whiny ass little kid. When he's Spider-Man, it's actually quite annoying. That was the only okay. thing I didn't like. Right. I'm a huge, I'm a huge bro. The Spider-Man um animated series is probably my favorite show slash animation slash movie, whatever you want to call it, of like all time. So fucking dope. It's fantastic. And then you get Tobey Maguire, which are like the first movie's good. The second movie's 50-50. The third movie's complete fucking ass. Hey, that movie's go, erased. Don't even rate it. And then you go <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man 1. Really good. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Good. And then you go to this... Two is better than one. This, like, 13-year-old Spider-Man who is just absolutely horrible. That's, the only the only thing that I can truly justify... Someone's screaming in the background. Uh, someone's being kidnapped right now. Um, the only... <laughs> and I love how none of us even, like, really care to even get up and check what's going on. Nope, we're talking anyway, about Spider-Man. So, uh, the only thing that I can justify why uh, Homecoming was better than any of the other Spider-Man movies is when... Um, um, wh- when he runs out the party... And uh, he sees the explosion in, in the distance, and he runs out, and he goes to shoot his web, mm. and he's in a field, and it just just flies in the air, and he's That's like, Perfect Shit. representation. And he just has to sprint across this golf field, like, that, to me, it was like, yep, nope, best Spider-Man movie. I love that. Solely based on that one scene. Because it's the most realistic thing about Spider-Man. In the video games, up until, like, more recent ones... You can web swing in fucking yeah, you're, sky. Yeah, exactly. But you're in the middle of the desert just swinging at things. Like. Spider-Man needs something to attach to. Of yeah. course. Helicopter, sure. Tobey Maguire something. made no sense. When Doc Ock went down in the water, where the fuck is he <laughs> fleeing to, bro? The moon? Like, it doesn't make any sense. There's nothing. The, the building goes down or the structure goes down in the water. And he's just like, before he grabs her and he's just, ting, and I'm just like, what did he grab? <laughs> are we not seeing something is there a skyscraper because that's what New York is just a ton of skyscraper at least in Amazing Spider-Man when he needed to web sling and he was all messed up people like the, the workers and the construction workers were putting the cranes on top of the building in front of it so it looked more realistic he's going from crane yeah, to crane yeah, to crane yeah. but like in the Tobey Maguire ones he's just swinging from now that you're God that, knows where I think that was a joke like him doing that and missing no because there was nothing I actually think that was a joke towards the old one cause oh yeah no like, that's it's it's a joke just towards the old films in general yeah how, cause like he didn't swing on anything joke. back then it was nothing where it was always just they like just, oh, Spider-Man swinging guys joking, yeah, in the movie he would take themselves. off from a bridge and just he's just flying over the water like ah just cruise on the clouds <laughs> yeah actually his first web or his first three webs, one of those was into nothingness. Yeah. And he was trying to figure out how to go, and then yeah. he finally did it. It was like, woo! But, but where the you fuck know, did you web, bro? Amazing Spider-Man's the best hands on. Fifth. Your yeah. opinions don't count. All right, <laughs> well, I think, I think this is a great place for us to end. Uh, any final comments on Endgame? Because we went to a Spider-Man route. Rest nah, in peace. I just want to uh, know what everyone's favorite character is, though. Rest in peace, Black Widow. All over. All over uh, Avengers? Oh, yeah. Just everyone, everyone, everyone Marvel, the MCU, MCU right now, whole thing. just Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. What about you? I would say Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man was the best character in the series, hands down. I'm a huge Angry Hulk fan. 
So when he was in the first Avengers, that was fantastic. He's punching these huge beings. But Iron Man. Alright, I, I you know, I didn't want to be like everyone else and say Iron Man, you but um It's well it's it's if you say Iron Man, that's only proven our point that Iron Man was the best character. That's why I'm gonna say Scarlet Witch, because they actually gave her some fucking power this time in this movie. Well she was actually OP last movie too. If she, she was OP, if she was as powerful as she's supposed to be, Vision would have never been captured. Ever. Ever. Um, I swear to you. So out of all the characters in all the movies, you're going with Scarlet Witch. Yeah, you're saying the best, your favorite character out of all out of the movies, Scarlet Witch. It's not that yep. shitty Spider-Man? Yep, I'm going with Scarlet Witch. Because oh. right, well, I already admitted that it's Iron Man. Right, we're, we're, but because you two said Iron Man, I'm picking Scarlet Witch. All right, so, Sorry, on, so on that so note, we're just going to end the episode right here. Yeah, we're just going to end this. Uh, <laughs> we're just going to end the episode right here. Oh, what? You guys don't like women? That's what oh, this is. Wow, this is. This, that, that's what this is going I'm, to. Can I just say you're the one always ranting about it was, uh, feminists and it was stuff, nice oh, on your guys and I'm the one pro feminine over here. Sorry. I brought up the whole women <laughs> and how great they are in every episode we film. You're always like, oh, they always write women shitty, and I'm like trying to defend them over here, <laughs> not up. trying to get hate. you get all the hate mail. I right. that, that shit says, that? dear Lamont, go fuck yourself, yeah. Rob. You cool. <laughs> You're about to send me some more hate mail because, man, why do women keep dating superheroes, bro? All right, so like I said, <laughs> uh, tune in next time for next episode. This is a special episode of Get Your Nerd On. Thank you guys for listening to this uh, almost two-hour rant of us talking about one topic. Uh, tune in next week uh, when for something. I don't know. I'm right just going to end it on this because I don't know how to end it. So, yeah. see ya. Avengers Assemble. You could rest now.